0: You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain-to-power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity. To discuss living life fully once again. A life of hope, peace, and resiliency. A life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. Today we have Sheetal, and she is going to be telling us a little bit about her story and how she came to be in the work that she does. Sheetal, interestingly enough, means cool or calm, uh, which is so much embodied in her as she speaks she is a clinical hypnotherapist as well as mindset coach and she really really infuses her story into working with her clients to help relate and connect with them in such a beautiful way so thank you chatel for being here and welcome
2: hello christine it's so lovely
1: to be here
2: um, yes, I'm so excited uh, to talk about my story today and I,
1: I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people out there. Yes, I think so too. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Shital tell, tell us about your story, how you came to be in this work. All right. So
2: um, I, I came from a family with a lot of domestic violence, uh, alcohol and poverty. And uh, at the time, I didn't know it was um, it was um, something big and something uh, I was born into that. So it just was normal for me to just go through that. Um, But as I grew up, um, I realized that, in fact, I, I struggled. I struggled with a lot of things, but I didn't realize it then. It was only in my late 30s i realized that i'd been through traumatic experiences in my past and wow. they were showing up in different ways uh they were showing up uh, with addictions with um, uh, hives on my skin with anxiety which i didn't know was anxiety i just felt tightness in my chest but i would take medications and stuff like that thinking it's an an allergy so um <laughs> that was uh, that was like a just a brief I mean, how I reached here in a capsule.
1: Right. And, you know, that's just it is that, I mean, we didn't have the mental support that we needed. And it's changing now, which is good. And I'm grateful that it's starting to. But, I mean, here you are in your 30s, wondering if you have allergies, all the while, understand, like, not realizing that you've been through so much trauma what what was that like for you coming into that realization at 30 that you had been through so much trauma um so it was uh, at a time i was dating somebody and they
2: told me to actually go um go get get uh, some help from some therapy i was just going out with this person and they told me you you're not okay there's something Deeply wrong with you, and I was like, Yeah, maybe I had all these experiences, but um, I'm fine, I'm sorted, I'm okay. I moved on from there, I um, I've I, I was a cabin crew, so I, I've seen over 40 countries, and that made me think that I'm okay, I'm fine, I'm seeing the world, I'm successful in what I do, um, but. Only to realize after I did a few therapy sessions that there's so much within me that needed to come out. There's so many insecurities. There were so many stories that I just needed to get out of me. Uh, I didn't realize, to be very honest, till then, I didn't realize that I'd been through so much because it just seemed normal. But now I realize, um, you know, sometimes things that seem normal, especially some sort of trauma, either uh, from your parents, uh, in your body. Sometimes we have traumatic experiences in our bodies uh, and we don't even know it. Um, it, It's just here trying to tell you something and you have no idea. You're just going on because you're just so used to it. You have an addiction, you're just so used to it. So you're just going on. Um, So yeah, that's, I think I lost track of the the question.
1: (laughs) No, that's good, that's good. You know, this context is important. And I think so many um, listeners are really wondering um, at this point, where, like, what type of treatments did you find were really helpful to you during that time when you were healing and kind of how was, how long was the duration before you started to feel more at home in your body? Because so many people, when they're at the beginning of a journey like this, they're wondering, how long is this going to take and what do I need to do? <laughs> right? So, how do you tell us a little bit about your healing journey?
2: All right. So, I think the healing journey is still on. I, I believe it never ends. <laughs> it's just that there are layers and layers and layers of it. Uh, but I believe what is really important is to begin, to start somewhere um so let me tell you maybe in 2018 uh one of my friend recommended louise hayes book you can heal your life and Mm. uh, i had no idea i couldn't understand it because my mind was so closed and blocked uh so i read half the book and i just put it away because i couldn't understand it i couldn't understand the depth of it because i had shut myself down uh so in 2020 Uh, or actually 2019 is when I started doing therapy and I read the book again and it started to make sense to me. Uh, But what I did was I didn't know at the time what I was doing. I just got a number from a therapist and I just followed her direction. Um, I was doing hypnotherapy with her. I was doing EFT with her, which is tapping at different pressure points, uh, which is these are all just absolutely amazing tools and uh i was doing a lot of nlp as well um in just uh but i had no clue what the heck i was doing then because i had no idea about therapy at all uh and once that opened up for me i started to see things very differently. I began to see what I actually went through and how much of anger I had within me uh, uh, towards my parents, firstly, which I didn't have any idea about, how much of irritation I had. There were there were so many suppressed stuff, things that just started to come out and uh, I think those therapy sessions really really helped me out I did it for about six months and I did it maybe once or twice a week sometimes and uh, you will not believe that I actually just did it on the phone like on a normal phone call where the therapist couldn't even see me Uh, but it really worked out for me however and I actually do something very similar now however um, what I do is a bit different because I was in that space. I didn't know what I was doing. I was clueless. I just knew that I was going through a lot of pain and there's just this process of getting it out. Uh, but I didn't understand what I was doing at the at that point. Uh, but there were layers like that just fell off and things that I could understand. And I do something similar, like I said, um, with hypnotherapy. But there's a, a lot of direction uh, through this process that I do. There's a lot of direction and I don't work with people for that long. I work with people for a month, up to three months. Uh, and I think that was something I missed because I uh, I was really clueless. And um, that's actually where my, uh, my, my uh, I didn't ever knew, I didn't even know I wanted to be a therapist. I didn't know anything about therapy. I was just doing it to learn for me because it really, really helped me out. Um, also, I realized another thing that really helps um, most of my clients and myself out is just exercising a bit, moving a bit. Uh, the days that I don't move, I realize the stagnant energy and things that uh, just pull me down. So there, are, these are the two things that worked for me. One is movement and the other thing is um, a therapy with my, my
1: therapist. Beautiful. Absolutely you know she tell it's it's amazing how quickly a, a a connection with a therapist who you really really trust who you know can be forever away can be on the phone can be all these sorts of things can make such a deep and lasting meaningful connection with you because i think what it is is that we don't realize at the time, what we need until somebody who, you know, clinical hypnotherapist like what you do, um, at, or mindset coach can say, you know, I've been there too, and I feel like what really what really qualifies um, you to do your work, her to, to do her work, um, is really the experiences and having being a few steps ahead. Of maybe where you are, where she can reflect back to you, say, you know, this is what I went through, and things like that. And I feel like that just makes a really big difference um, to have somebody like that in your life. So I'm just so happy for you that this really made a difference for you and that and that you came to the conclusion really that, you know, this is what you wanna do. You wanna make this big difference for people as well. And so you launched into your career um that must have been a lot you know jumping going from you know I, th- i'm working on myself to saying you know i, I want to do this you know so then you go into school and you do all these sorts of things and it's been a whirlwind for you
2: absolutely in fact uh Christine, uh this happened at at a time where, there, when, there, when there was so much chaos in my life because I was going to th- therapy myself. I started to learn these things because I was interested in it. But then COVID came about and I was made redundant from my job. So uh, uh, there was uh, absolute chaos. And I took a few months break before I could start it, start studying it, um, you know, as someone who could practice it. So it took me about a year to make that decision. But somehow I feel it wasn't me who made that decision. It was made for me. It was as if uh, uh, during the chaos, uh, a path opened up for me. Uh, And it wasn't for me to decide, it was just for me to walk. And I'm still on that path. I'm just learning, learning, and sometimes unlearning stuff that I don't need anymore. So yeah.
1: Isn't that the truth? The path is, not necessarily of you but for you it's it, it's an it's an inner longing and knowing that it's time like for you to be moving in this direction it feels magnetic and you just follow it and then suddenly you arrive at this place and you're all like oh <laughs> I get it you know god universe source where you wanted me to be and so yeah and therefore you begin yeah you know, I agree I with you completely.
2: Something to that as well, Christine. Uh, I think uh, during this path, you go back and forth so many times. You go up and down so many times, and you know that. And it's just that: oh, should I be doing that, or should I just get back to a nine-to-five? And then something just pull you back and say, "No, this is the reason you're here. You've gone through all these experiences in your life just to do this." And uh, you 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 sometimes don't know how it's gonna happen, how you're gonna make things work, but it just does. I know yeah. you
1: can totally understand what I mean. Oh, I, I do, I do. You know, and I mean, for myself, going through what I went through, I I look back at it with fondness, which is so unbelievably rare and unique for some people. Uh, I've I've definitely. Caused a little bit of um, uh, apprehension in people when I say, you know, cancer. Although not inherently a blessing, um, was the biggest blessing of my life. Would would you would you agree in terms of the experiences that you went through that has brought you to this juncture, or or would you see see it differently? Um, no,
2: absolutely. Uh, I feel I I do believe in uh you know my soul's growth and i think this grows my soul uh to come come from a place where there wasn't enough money there was uh domestic violence there was alcoholism to move past to, to be able to see the entire world uh, with and get paid for it uh and then move into this space where you realize that you you've just come a whole circle basically uh to to do things differently um, when you have when you're faced with your childhood unmet needs when you're faced with certain things that have happened in your childhood and now you have now you have the opportunity to uh, respond and react differently to situations so I feel like I've come whole uh, whole circle because I was thrown into chaos again in 2020 uh, that brought about uh, a lot of childhood trauma a lot of childhood unmet needs and issues um and i'm still learning in fact uh to respond to to that differently.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you said something that was really poignant that i thought was really extraordinary. Now i can't remember what it is, but it'll come <laughs> back to me. Um but uh <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I agree with you. I think that you do, you do, you come full circle and the experience really supercharges the way in which that you, that you talk and speak with people. Um, I have, I am curious about going through everything that you've gone through. What do you, do you tend to attract the clients who have been through childhood trauma abuse and those types of things is that really your zone of genius or or where where do you tend to work with in terms of clientele
2: right, I'm glad you asked me this question because uh, I I was very open to, uh, I didn't niche down actually, it's just a very new thing that I'm doing uh, because what happens is that uh, I've been through certain things in my life and I was like, maybe I should help people with this and maybe I should help people with that. And then I was like, oh, I'm not sure. And this took, it was a long process. But what I realized is um, that the experiences that I've had, the trauma that I've been through is one part of it, but um, what really uh, the clients that come to me are normally women who are un- who feel unworthy, and that's somewhere my mother. Uh, I feel that's my mum uh, because for me I was more of a person that. Even though I was shy, I was uh, I, I I felt insecure with things. I actually got up and did things, and slowly I started to see, uh, you know, you, you can make things happen. But my mom didn't believe she was worthy to get out of the house. She didn't believe she was worthy to leave my father. She didn't believe that she was worthy and valuable. She she was always seeking um, appreciation from the outside, and. Um, I I tend to attract those clients. In fact, it's it's my mum. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I work. I have I've realised that this is these are the people who come to me and it works out because um, I I help them to see that they are worthy and that was something I probably did with my mum as well because she's moved. Uh, she's moved into different, I do challenge my clients. I do push them sometimes a little bit too much. And I've done that with my mom as well. Uh, but I, I I, know it works. And so yeah, now my clients are more, not really, not necessarily me, um, but my experience of being down um, has really helped me see that people go through so much in their lives. And as a therapist, uh, I feel that at least I can support them through this process because I'm not a healer. Everyone's their own healer, right? Everyone can help themselves. And sometimes all they need is a bit of support to know that they are worthy just as they are. They're beautiful and their experiences uh, are not who they are. Their thoughts are not who they are. Their feelings are not who they are. They are innately beautiful, um, bright lights which are so valuable and all of us are that. We just need to remember that. So I help my clients see that in themselves, that they are beautiful just as they are. They're worthy, they're worthy for great relationships. They are worthy to have an amazing body. Uh, They're worthy, especially women, uh, to have great jobs and to get promoted and to be seen and heard. So uh, yeah, that's actually my clients are my mom.
1: Yeah, oh, (laughs) what a powerful inspirational um thing that you just said is that you know they are they are worthy and really really what i'm what i'm hearing is that you help people to see the divinity within themselves Absolutely. that's gorgeous and the we need more light workers like you um and we're getting them it's coming and we're getting more and more more and more coaches and and uh people uh, counselors and therapists and those types of things who have been through it and are willing to show up vulnerably and tell their story and and really really show up for the rest of the world and and really transmute that pain into power like you have have done wow and so um i'd like to end on a on a note of if someone is in the same spot as you, so if they've been through um, a difficult childhood, and you know now they're in their 30s and they're and they're wondering what the heck all these coping mechanisms are, what are some of the best advice pieces that you would give a person in that position?
2: Um, so I, w- I would say that sometimes our uh, our mind goes all over the place. We don't know what's going on with us and we have a lot of resources in today's world. Uh, However, um, sometimes these throw you off track uh, because you don't know Um, you don't know what's really going to help you or not so my advice to anyone is firstly to follow your heart uh there's a lot of information out there and sometimes it throws you off so follow your heart uh invest in yourself whether it's your time it's your energy it's your money invest in yourself um so these are the two two bits of advice i'd give people is um follow your heart Uh, because there's a lot of stuff out there so look within for your answers Uh, and the other thing is just invest in yourself Uh, also of course because I'm a therapist it's not only because I'm a therapist I'm gonna say that but um, uh, when you connect with the right therapist and uh, you know it's not just for you but both of you when you'll have the right connection uh, I feel it makes a huge difference uh, to the outcome of this process and uh if you're going through this process again it doesn't have to be ongoing for years and years and years that you're in therapy because that's uh that that's just a crutch for you i mean i I think i'm giving a lot of advice there but uh, these are a couple of things that i faced that i just went in a direction looking for information everywhere didn't help me out and i try uh, my best to just follow my heart i realized that uh therapy doesn't have to be a year long process you can do it in just a month. And when you can always follow up when you find the need to.
1: So yeah. Wonderful, yes. And I think that's all very good advice. And it is coming from the experience that you went through and the way that you were able to heal and grow and continue to heal today. So that is beautiful. Thank you so much, Sheetal, for being here, for telling your story so vulnerably and helping us to understand what uh, we can search out look for and need in these processes where we begin to heal and find our worthiness really is is the theme and so i will i will pop your information into the show notes for anybody who resonates with what you say and just thank you again for sharing today and for being with me it has been an absolute honor thank you so much Christina. i just loved it
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you found expansion with this last episode, then that means that others will too. And the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast. Included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today, including all of my transformative programs change is just on the horizon, my friend.